3: listening to the radio, it's different. Our lives
4: are
5: ruined already. The Whistler.
6: Will self-destruct in five
5: seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents the best in classic radio. This hour on Hollywood 360, Humphrey Bogart stands before the radio microphone to recreate his famous role of Rick in Casablanca on the Screen Guild Players from 1943. Then Lana Turner makes a guest appearance on the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy show from 1943. 47. with me to help present these radio classics is my co-host lisa wolf what's up lisa hey, carl glad to be here hey what's up? happening in
7: hollywood hey well yeah. the host of hey what the host of the billboard music awards has just been announced
5: the host the host it could be me <laughs> time for the billboard <laughs> music awards <laughs> but It's
7: usually a uh, singer
5: oh right I'm not a so singer.
7: and it's uh this year it's a female so you're okay. neither of those i'm gonna
5: guess it's taylor swift
7: that's a good guess but not correct.
5: I kind of have a little crush on her, you Do know. Do you? Yeah, she's a little too old for me probably yeah. <laughs> All
7: right. Well, not not her, but she's married. The one who's going to be doing it,
5: um, she's Britney thir- Spears.
7: 36 years old, so mm, not Britney. Not Britney. Uh this will air live on NBC May 20th mm-hmm. and will be hosted by who? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah,
5: like, Big Chloe. yeah. Big fan Kelly of Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson.
7: She's great. Um I'm an Extra big fan of her right now because she's uh, one of the voice judges mm. and my very favorite judge on the voice. I just thought I'd throw that Never out there. Never watched it. I know that. So in the lead with 15 BMA nominations mm-hmm. is
5: Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. Kendrick Lamar.
7: Ed Sheeran. Uh huh. Bruno Mars. Uh huh. And um, yes, those three. Yeah. Yes, but the nominations for the top artist. I'm just going to do that one category right. for you.
5: Pablo Picasso.
7: Oh, so close.
5: Drake. He's a good artist. Drake. Yeah.
7: Kendrick Lamar. Right. Bruno Mars. Ed Sheeran. And your favorite?
5: Taylor Swift.
7: Taylor Swift. Yeah.
5: Taylor, baby. So
7: it will be hosted from the MGM Hotel Inn.
5: She has some. He's not listening. She has kind of a problem, you know, keeping boyfriends, it
7: seems. Taylor does?
5: All she has to do is call me. I'm really easy. You're saying Taylor has a problem? Well, I'm saying she has a lot of boyfriends. If she wants a, like a steady, how do you know she has a lot boyfriend? of boyfriends? I see her dating this guy, dating that guy. She should call me. I think she gets her. Um... She can send a private plane out to Chicago to pick me up, fly me out to L.A. And Wine Me and Dine Me. Well,
7: you'll have to work on that one. That I can't help you with. Taylor? I can help you with a lot of things. Hey, listen, we're on KRLA
5: out in L.A. Taylor, if you're listening, (laughs) send a plane for me. Wine Me and Dine Me. You never know. You never know. And she will be at the Billboard Music Awards. Maybe you could be her I'll go with her. Yeah. Exactly. Great idea. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Appreciate that. I say uh, Bruno Mars is going to win.
7: All right. I was going to ask you, but you got off track.
5: Yeah. Bruno and Taylor are going to win.
7: Both, okay.
5: But they better not date each other because she's mine. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's time now for something really great, Lisa. We're going to tune into Casablanca starring Humphrey Bogart on the Screen Guild Players. Let's go back to April 26, 1943 for the Screen Guild Players.
4: Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, Casablanca. The starring Players, this is Humphrey Bogart.
8: This is Ingrid Bergman.
4: And this is Paul Henreid. <laughs> tonight, Lady Astor presents the Screen Guild Players in Warner Brothers' exciting story of romance and intrigue in wartime Africa, Casablanca. With the original stars of the picture, Paul Henreid as Victor Laszlo, Ingrid Bergman as Ilsa Lund, and Humphrey Bogart as Rick Blaine. Barely escaping the conquering Germans' entrance into Paris, Rick Blaine fled to Casablanca. There, months before the American troops landed, he was operating Rick's American Café. Casablanca swarmed with refugees, and Casablanca's more permanent foreign residents did a land office business in exit visas and letters of transit. Rick, however, avoided involvement in that dangerous business until the night our story began. He was in his office above the cafe where he could watch and hear the crowd below when his head waiter called to him. All
0: right.
4: Yes, Carl? The prefect of police, Captain Reynolds, would like to speak to you. I'll send him in. Yes. Sir. All right, Good to see you, Captain Reynolds. Thank you, Carl. Hello, Rick. Well, hello, Louis. Why the formality? Well, I have some unpleasant news for you, Ricky. I mean, you're looking for more graft. Oh, no, no, no. At least not
6: right now. Uh, my men arrested Ugarte on his way to your roulette wheel, Ricky. Well, except to Ugarte, what's so unpleasant about that? Well, in itself, nothing. But we arrested Ugarte for murdering two German couriers and stealing their letters of transit. Ugarte did not have those letters of transit when he was arrested. and He's seen no one but you, Ricky, since the murder. What are you building up to, Louis? Arresting me? No, not immediately at any rate. I just want to give you a word of advice. Ugarte was going to sell those letters tonight to Victor Laszlo. Laszlo?
4: Here in Casablanca?
1: Yeah.
4: Well, You know, Ricky, this is the first time I've ever seen you so impressed. As head of the underground movement, Laszlo's impressed half the world.
6: Yes, it's my duty to see that he does not impress the other half. Rick, Laszlo has never reach America. He stays in Casablanca. 20,000 francs says he doesn't. We'll make it 10,000. After all, I'm only a poor, corrupt official.
4: <laughs> all right, it's a bet.
6: Well, no one else would dare supply Laszlo with exit visas, Ricky, and since he can't leave Casablanca without them...
4: Make certain that you don't give him those letters of trance, Well, I? Oh, you needn't deny it, Rick. I'm certain you have the letters. Even if I had those letters, Louis, you know i stick my neck out for nobody. That's too date. But I suspect, Ricky, under that cynical shell, you're a sentimentalist.
6: Now, if you'll come downstairs with me, I'll introduce you to Major Strasser and Victor Laszlo and his charming companion. The most beautiful woman who has ever come to Casablanca.
0: remember this, a kiss is still a kiss, a sigh is just a sigh, the fundamental thing that blood as time goes by. Sam, Sam. Yes, boss?
4: I thought I told you never to play that song again.
0: Well,
3: boss, you see, I didn't really...
0: Sam's
8: not to blame,
3: Rick. I asked him to play
4: it. You? Hilda?
8: Yes, Rick. Hilda. Hilda.
4: What are you doing in Casablanca?
8: Just traveling through with Victor Laszlo.
4: Where is
6: he?
8: He'll be right back. He's looking for someone.
6: Well, I found your wandering escort, Mademoiselle Lund. Ricky, I have the honor of introducing... we are old
8: acquaintances, Captain Renault.
6: Oh, you know each other?
4: Well, then, Ricky, do you also know...
8: This is Mi- Mr. Victor Laszlo.
2: Well, here's a great deal about Ricky in Casablanca.
4: And about Victor Laszlo everywhere. I congratulate you. What for? Oh, your work. Thank you. I try. We all try. You succeed.
6: I can't get over you and Mademoiselle Lune knowing each other, Ricky. Under the circumstances, it worries me. Well,
4: it needn't.
8: That's us The last time we met... Was
4: it La Bellerore?
8: Oh, nice. You remembered. But, of course, that was the day the Germans marched into Paris.
4: I remember every detail. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. I don't wish to be the one to say it here, sir. But it's late. We'll come again, Monsieur Blaine. Anytime.
8: Will you say good night to Sam for me, Ricky? I will. There's still nobody in the world who can play... As
0: time
4: goes by, like Sam. I'll tell him. That's what she said, Sam. Nobody can play as time goes by like you.
2: Aren't you going to stop drinking and go to bed, boss? No.
4: Play as time goes by, Sam.
2: Oh, I don't think I can remember it, boss. If she
4: can stand it, I can. Play it. I... I got a date with a memory
1: in Paris.
0: You must remember this. A kiss
1: is still a kiss.
0: A sigh is just a sigh. Now
8: I really know the meaning of happiness, Richard. It's being here in Paris with you.
4: And the German army 50 miles away. Who are you really, Ilse? What were you before you came to Paris?
8: Uh At the beginning we said no questions,
4: Richard. You know, I can't help wondering why I should be so lucky. Why I should find you waiting for me to come along.
8: Why there is no other man in my life? Well, that's easy. There was. He's dead.
4: I'm sorry. I know we said no questions. I'll never ask another.
8: Richard, you must leave Paris before the Germans arrive. You're on that blacklist. Now, their
4: role of honor. Oh, no,
8: don't joke, Richard. You must leave.
4: No, 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 no. We must leave.
8: Mm. Yes, yes. Of
4: well, course. the train for Marseille leaves at five. Hey, why don't we get married in Marseille? <laughs> no.
8: Oh, that's too far ahead to plan.
4: <laughs> Hilda, what's the matter?
8: Nothing, darling. Nothing. It's <laughs> just that I love you so much. Oh, it's a crazy world. Anything can happen. If you shouldn't get away... If something should keep us apart... Wherever you are, wherever I'll be, I want you to know, Richard. Mm.
0: Kiss me as if,
8: as if it were the last time.
0: A kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental thing, the blood. Boss,
1: wake up. Boss, uh, you've got to wake up. That lady's here.
4: And this ain't no memory in Paris. She's right I here. you as drunk as I am, no. Sam. No. No,
8: he's not, Rick. I'm here. I left Victor at the hotel and came back. I'm... I have to talk to
6: you.
4: Uh, funny about your voice, how it hasn't changed. I can still hear it. Richard, dear, I'll go with you place. We'll get on a train together we'll never stop. No,
6: please,
8: please. I can understand how you
4: feel. You understand how I feel. How long was it we had?
8: I didn't count the days.
4: Well, I did. Every one of them. Mostly, I remember the last one. You and I were going to run away from Paris together. Oh. But you didn't meet me at the station, did you? Please, Ricky. That was a wild finish, me standing on the platform. The last train about to pull out. But you didn't show up, and Sam had to push me on the train. Oh,
8: the Rick I loved in Paris would let me explain, but this Rick, looking at me with hatred, (laughs) I'll be leaving Casablanca soon. We'll never see each other again.
4: You'll see me before you go? No, Rick. Oh, yes, you will. Some night you'll lie to Laszlo and come to me.
8: No. No, you see, Victor Laszlo is my husband, and was even when I knew you in Paris.
4: Well, Laszlo, I wondered when you'd come to see me. Captain
2: Reno and Major Strasser kept me busy for the past 24 hours. Well, there's
4: no use fencing around. You've come about those letters of transit, haven't you? Yes, I have. You and Strasser and Reno. Seems to be the general impression in Casablanca that I have those letters. Suppose we assume that you have them.
2: All right, go ahead. You must know it's very important I get out of Casablanca. Why you? More than any of the others stuck here? It's my privilege to be one of the leaders of a great movement. You know what I've been doing. You know what it means to the work, to the lives of thousands and thousands of people. That I reach America and...
4: Oh, do you ever wonder if what you're fighting for
2: is worth all this? We might as well question why we breathe. If we stop breathing, we die. If we stop fighting today's enemies, the world will die. Or whatever. It'll be out of its misery. You know, Monsieur Blaine, you sound like a man trying to convince himself of something he doesn't believe in his heart. That wasn't always your attitude. You run guns to Ethiopia... You fought against the fascists in Spain. I was well paid on both occasions. A winning side would have paid you better. Isn't it strange that you always happen to be
4: fighting on the side of the underdog? <laughs> well, let's say that I'm a poor businessman. Are you businessmen enough to appreciate an offer of 100,000 francs for those letters? Oh, I appreciate it. But if you offered me a million francs, I wouldn't accept it. Very well, then.
2: You have the letters of transit. You won't give them to me. But I want Ilsa to be safe. Your brain. I ask you as a favor to use the letters to take her away from Casablanca. You love her that much?
4: Yes, I love her that much. Oh sorry, but it's no deal. But why? I suggest that you ask your wife. My wife? Yes.
0: Who's
4: singing that song? Oh, the Strasser and his Gestapo agents. They followed me here. Now, don't start anything. I don't want any trouble in here that'll force Reno to close my joint. You have no objections to your band accompanying me while I sing, do you? No, go ahead. I'm neutral. One customer can sing. They can all sing. They all will sing.
0: Are you ready?
4: Yeah, we're ready, Mr. Laszlo. Then play it. <laughs> Angered by the manner in which the patrons of Rick's Café joined Victor Laszlo in singing the Marseillaise, Major Strasser forced Captain Reynaud to close Rick's place and ordered Victor Laszlo and Ilsa Lund to remain in their hotel.
8: Victor, I'm frightened. Please don't go to the underground meeting tonight.
2: To tell you the truth, my dear, I'm frightened too. So shall I hide here now, tell a rumor? Shall I carry on the best I can?
8: Whatever I would say, you'd carry on.
2: Since our friend Rick has refused to part with those letters of transit, what else am I to do?
8: Did... did Rick give you any reason?
2: He suggested I ask you. Ask me? Yes. Yes, sir. When I was in the concentration camp, were you lonely in Paris?
8: Yes, Victor, I was.
2: I know how it is to be lonely. Mm. I love you very much, my dear.
8: Yes, Yes, I know. Victor, whatever I do, would you believe that...
2: You don't even have to say it. I believe. I must get to the underground meeting now. Good night, my dear.
0: Good
8: night. Hello, Rick.
4: Well, I told you you'd be around to see me, but this is a little ahead of schedule.
8: Richard, I had to see you.
4: Oh, so I'm Richard again. We're back in Paris. Please. Your unexpected visit isn't connected by any chance with the letters of transit, is it?
8: Richard, you can ask any price, but you must give me those letters.
4: I went all through that with your husband. There's no deal.
8: Richard, we loved each other once. If those days meant anything at all to you... I wouldn't
4: you... bring up Paris if I were you. Poor salesman. Please,
8: please listen to me. If you knew what really happened... I wouldn't
4: believe you, no matter what you told me. You'll say anything now to get what you want.
8: Richard, don't you understand? You are our last hope. If you don't help us, Victor Laszlo will die in Casablanca. love it.
4: I'm going to die in Casablanca. It's just a spot for it. Now, if you... Well... Well, I... I see you come prepared for anything. Give me that gun.
8: No. I tried to reason with you. I tried everything. Now, if you don't give me those letters, I'll shoot. Go ahead. Get me those letters.
4: No, they're, they're right here in my pocket. I don't have to. If you want them, you'll have to kill me to get them. If, Laszlo, if the underground means so much, you won't stop at anything. If you don't shoot fast, I'm going to take that gun away from you. Now, give it to me.
8: Oh. oh, Richard. I tried to stay away. I thought I I would never see you again. That you were out of my life. If you knew what I went through the day you left Paris. How much I love you. How much I still love you. We had been married only three weeks when Victor got word that they needed him in Prague. He was captured almost immediately in central concentration camp. Then came word he was dead. I was lonely before, but then I had nothing left, not even hope,
7: until I
4: met you. But Why didn't you tell me all this in Paris?
8: Victor made me promise to keep our marriage a secret. He was afraid that if the Gestapo found out I was his wife, it would be dangerous for me and for those working with us. I kept my promise.
4: And Then you got word he'd escaped?
8: Yes, friend called, telling me that he was ill and hiding in a freight car near Paris. I didn't tell you because you wouldn't have left Paris and they would have caught you. Well, you know the rest.
4: It's still a story without an ending. What about now?
8: Well, I'll never have the strength to go away from you again. And Laszlo? Well, You'll help him now, won't you, Richard? Yes. If he'll have his work, all the things he's been living
4: All for, except you.
8: I can't fight it anymore. I don't know what's right any longer. You'll have to think for both of us, Richard. For all of us.
4: I've already made up our minds, and I think I can arrange everything with Renault. Here's the setup, Louis. I'm selling out my place and leaving Casablanca on tonight's plane, the last plane. What? And I'm taking Ilza Lund with me. Ilza's Victor Laszlo's wife. Louis, I'll make a deal with you. What is it? I want to be sure that Laszlo doesn't escape this time. If you could get him on a real criminal charge, would, would that be a feather in your cap? It most certainly would. Germany, the uh, she would be grateful. And be at my place a half hour before the plane leaves. I'll arrange for Laszlo to be there, thinking I'll sell him the letters of transit. When I hand them to him, that'll give you the criminal grounds for making the arrest. Ricky, I'll miss you. <laughs> Apparently, the only one in Casablanca that has even less scruples than I. Thanks. Oh, and, uh, by the way, Louis, come for Laszlo alone. Yeah, I'm... I'm taking no chances on a double cross, even from you. Double cross? Why, Ricky, Uh, you might get ideas about slapping me in the jug for selling those letters, you know. Well, don't forget a half hour before plane time, alone. Don't worry, Ricky. This is an honor I'll share with no one. Mr. Blaine, I don't know how to thank you. There's no time for that. You won't have any trouble in Lisbon, will you? No, that's all arranged. Good. Well, here are the letters. Mr. Blaine, Mr.
6: I... Laszlo, you're under arrest on the charge of accessory to the murder of the couriers
4: from whom those letters were stolen. Now, just a minute. Nobody's going to be arrested, Louis. Not for a while yet.
6: Uh,
4: Rick, put that gun down. Have you lost your mind? Stay where you are, Louis. I wouldn't like to shoot you. But I will if you take one more step toward me. Keep your hands away from your pistol. Well, I suppose you know what you're doing, but I wonder if you realize what this means, Rick. Perfectly. In fact, Captain Renault, we'll take you along as our hostage so there won't be any trouble at the airport. <laughs>
5: That's the first portion of Casablanca on the screen. Guild players more after these words. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, Carl Amari here. During the month of May, log on to ClassicRadioStore.com and digitally download Escape Volume 1, featuring 12 exciting tales of high adventure. Escape Volume 1 is regularly priced at $19.99, but is yours for half price, only $9.99 this month only. Also on sale during May is The Life of Riley Volume 1, featuring 12 comedy episodes starring William Bendix. The Life of Riley Volume 1 is regularly priced at $19.99, but is yours for half price only $9.99 via digital download this month only. Visit ClassicRadioStore.com and digitally download Escape Volume 1 and The Life of Riley Volume 1 at 50% off their regular price. In June, these two collections will go back to full price, so don't miss them while they're on sale during May. Log on to ClassicRadioStore.com to order, and while you're there, download an episode of Suspense starring Cary Grant. Absolutely free as our gift to you. That's ClassicRadioStore.com and now back to hollywood 360 with carl amari welcome back i'm carl amari this is hollywood 360 across about 200 radio stations coast to coast and if you want to learn more about this show or hear a podcast of this show or look at millions and trillions of pictures of lisa wolf Just go to Hollywood360radio.com. And when you are at that website, very important, we have a banner that allows you to click it and receive our free Classic Radio app. You won't want to go anywhere without your Classic Radio Show app. It has hundreds of Classic Radio shows for you to download for a fee, but you get 10 shows absolutely free. And the app is free, so you can just download it to your phone, any kind of phone you have, any smartphone. Just go to our website, hollywood360radio.com, and check out our banner. And don't forget, we have a podcast of our show at Hollywood 360 as well, right, Lisa
7: Yes, I know a lot of people have actually messaged me this week looking for the podcast. And as a reminder, the podcast is one week behind our live show.
5: Now back to Casablanca on the Screen Guild Players.
4: Only ten minutes till the plane leaves. We have to hurry. I'll go get the luggage aboard. Coming, you, sir? No,
8: no. I'll wait here with Rick and the captain.
4: I'll be right back. Those letters of transit are in blank, Louis. You fill in the names. That'll make it even more official. Oh, you think of everything, Ricky. The names to fill in are Mr. and Mrs. Victor Laszlo.
2: Mr.
8: But why my name, Richard.
4: Because you're getting on that plane.
8: But I, what about you?
4: I'm staying here to keep Captain Renault company till the plane leaves. No,
8: no, Rich. What has happened to you last night? We
4: last did... night we said a, we said a great many things. Did you mean everything you said?
8: You know I did.
4: You said I'd have to do the thinking for all of us. Well, my thinking adds up to you getting on that plane with Victor. No, but Rich. I know but... what you're going to say—that you belong here with me.
2: Yes. But if
4: you, if you stayed here, we'd both land in a concentration camp, isn't that right, Louis? I'm afraid that Major Strasser would insist.
8: You're only saying this to make me go.
4: I'm i am no good at being noble, Ilza. I'm saying it because it's right.
8: What about us?
4: We'll always have Paris. We didn't have it. We lost it. Till you came to Casablanca. We got it back last night.
8: When I said that I
4: would never leave you.
2: Everything is in order. Are you ready, Ilza?
4: As well, there's something I'd like
2: you to know before you leave. I know, Monsieur Rick. Ilza has told me all I need to know. About you and herself. I don't ask you to explain
4: anything. Well, I'm going to anyway. Might make a difference to you later. Last night, Ilsa tried everything to get those letters. When nothing else worked, she did her best to pretend that she was still in love with me. That was all over long ago. For your sake, she tried to pretend it wasn't. And I...
2: I tried to let her pretend. We couldn't even fool ourselves. Rich. Mr. Blaine. we'll come back in the fight. This time, our side will win. Shall we board a plane, Ilsa? Yes, Victor, I'm
8: ready. God bless you,
6: Richard. Goodbye. Well, I suppose you know this isn't going to be pleasant for Andrew with Ricky. I have to arrest you, of course. When the plane leaves, Louis... Well, sooner, I'm afraid, Ricky. Here comes
4: Major Strauss. On. You better keep quiet, Louis. I'd hate to have to shoot you now.
6: Why did you ask me to come to the airport, Captain? Well, I was afraid Victor Laszlo might be leaving on this plane, sir. Thought of a double-double cross, eh, Louis? Of oh, all the
4: ridiculous ideas, Captain. Possibly. Nevertheless, he's on the plane. Well, why do you stand there? Why don't you stop him? Oh, Monsieur Rick. Stay where you are, Strasser.
6: Herr Blaine, I would advise you not to interfere with an officer of the Third Reich.
4: I'm a true neutral, Strasser. I was willing to shoot Captain Renault, and I'm willing to shoot you. But you'll shoot too late.
6: Oh. Nice shooting, Ricky. I'm afraid my gendarmes heard those shots. Well, till after this affair dies down, Ricky, I think you'd better disappear from Casablanca. I can arrange your transportation to a fighting French garrison in Brazzaville.
4: All right, Louis. I could use a trip, but uh, don't forget, you still owe me 10,000 francs for a bet on Laszlo's escape. Oh, well, uh, we'll need that to get to Brazzaville. We'll need it. Certainly. I can be as silly a sentimentalist as you. You know, Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Thanks to Warner Brothers for Casablanca. And our sincere appreciation to Ingrid Bergman. Paul Henreid and Humphrey Bogart are appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild Players tonight.
8: It was our pleasure, Mr. Bradley. We know how these programs benefit the Motion Picture Relief Fund. And we know, too, how important the relief fund is to our profession. We're happy to give our services.
4: Humphrey Bogart will soon be seen in Warner Brothers' production, Action in the North Atlantic. Ingrid Bergman, Humphrey Bogart, and Paul Henreid can currently be seen in the Warner Brothers' picture, Casablanca. We wish to thank the 200 members of the Fighting French in our audience tonight who sang the Marseillais. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The Screen Guild players are presented every Monday night at this time by Lady Esther to save materials by the larger size of Lady Esther face cream. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night.
1: This is the Columbia Broadcasting
5: System. And that's the Screen Guild Players presentation of Casablanca with many of the movie cast there, including Humphrey Bogart from April 26, 1943. Hope you enjoyed that. In just a moment, we'll tune into the Charlie McCarthy Show, but I want to remind all of our listeners about Remind Magazine. It's our main sponsor here on Hollywood 360, this magazine is wonderful. Our listeners will absolutely love it because it's all about nostalgia, about movies and TV and radio and movie posters and trivia and puzzles and games. I mean, if you love nostalgia like all of us do here and many of our listeners, you're going to love Remind Magazine. Go to their website, remindmagazine.com or pick up a copy of Remind magazine at any Walmart store, any Barnes and Noble store, and uh, yes, please do look for my article because I write an article called Radio 360. I was just going to
7: mention it. Don't forget to check out Carl's article. Yeah. Um you surprise I mean, me every month.
5: I do work a little bit, Lisa. I do write an article once a month Amazing. for Remind magazine. She thinks I sleep all day long. I really don't do. you? No, I work really hard, okay. Lisa. I write. An article once a month. And it's a great article. For Remind Magazine. And I always tie it to the theme, you know. There's a usually a theme like this month. It's all about westerns. So I talked about my interview with Fred Foy, the announcer on The Lone Ranger, who was my announcer on my radio show years and years ago. So do check it out. Remind Magazine, best magazine on the market. All right. It's time now for part one of the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy Show. The special guest is Lana Turner. This is going to be a lot of fun. Part one of the Charlie McCarthy Show.
4: The makers of Jason Sandburn Coffee and Royal Puddings bring you the Charlie McCarthy Show!
6: This is Nelson Case, ladies and gentlemen, greeting you from Radio City, New York.
4: On behalf of Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, Ray Noble and his orchestra, Anita Gordon, Mortimer Snurd, Pat Patrick as Ursel Twing, and our special guest, Lana Turner. And here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy.
3: Woobie, woobie, woobie. Oh, thank you, thank you. This is Shade Girl McCarthy and vacuum Pack Bergen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm alive. I don't know, just
0: glad
3: I'm alive. Well, that's fine. Charlie, I was told you that yesterday, yeah. the police brought you home in a squad car. Oh. I'm dead. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, what is it all about, Charlie? Well, Bergen, that's, she, 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 she. it's a long story, Bergen. Yes. It's a long story. Yeah. And a dirty one. Yeah, I believe that.
0: <laughs>
3: Young man, I'm going to get the truth out of you if it kills me.
0: Yeah?
3: Yes. Well, we all have to go sometime. (laughs) Well, no matter what you've done, young man, remember, I I feel that I I must share in your guilt. You do? Yes. Say, you certainly were a naughty boy yesterday, weren't you? Yeah. What did you do yesterday, Charlie? Well, you know Squirrel Puss, my pal. Yes. Uh, Squirrel Puss and, uh, oh, there he is. All right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? Well, we rode down Fifth Avenue in a bus, you know. Went to the end of the line. Yes. Educational. Day. Yes, yes, I know. And then the driver gets off the bus to get in and get a cup of coffee. I see. And so you two sat there. That's right. Yes. And that's when it happened. What happened? happened? Well, I was just sitting there, see? Yes. With, with one foot on the throttle. I see. Minding my own business. Oh, of <laughs> course. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And, uh... Ah, Yes. If I can get past this point, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. And what was your own business? Trying to figure out what makes the bus go. Yes, I see. I figured it was educational. Yes, of course, yes, yes. You sort of tinkered around with the dashboard. That's right, little tinker that I am. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> The first thing, the first thing we knew, the trees were going past the bus. I see. You mean you were moving? Well, either that or the trees were on wheels. I see. (laughs) Well, that's awful you're not familiar with New York traffic rules. Did you go through any red lights? No, no, no. We took them with us. I see. (laughs) I hope you had the bus under control. Oh, we did that. But it was the road that got away from us, I see. <laughs> we were going lickety-split, lickety-split. Yeah. <laughs> and what happened? My lickety-split. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, didn't it occur to you that you should have stopped the bus? Oh, we did. And as soon as we opened the door, about 20 people got on. Yeah? And they all dropped money in, in the kitty. In the kitty? Yeah. I right, see. Yeah. And did you get off? What, and leave all that dough? Oh, I see. Yeah. I shall never forget today as long as I live. It <laughs> just wonderful. Did you have a load? No, we were cold sober. What?
0: <laughs> well,
3: what happened? Well, then we took a shortcut through Central Park, yes. and we ran into a squadron of pedestrians <laughs> flying at low altitude. Yes. <laughs> Any casualties? There were two direct hits and two unconfirmed. I see. <laughs> One of them must have been very nervous, very nervous. Why? You went all to pieces. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And then we made our first mistake. Oh, then you made your first mistake? Yeah. We started through a tunnel. Yeah. A tunnel? Yeah. This we shouldn't have done. (laughs) No, no, no. I hollered, low bridge. Low bridge. But the bus forgot to duck. I see. (laughs) You tried to sandwich your way through. Exactly, sir. Yes. The bus went in a double-decker. Yeah. And came out an open face. I see. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: well, if there was any doubt about getting through the tunnel, why didn't you drive around it? Bergen, that is the coward's way out. I see. <laughs> and that's when you got mixed up with the police. Yes. They proved not to be not only New York's finest, but New York's fastest. I see. <laughs> And, um, oh, by the bye, Virgie. <laughs> yes you you have a date at the police station tomorrow. I do, yes, sorry, yeah, you know what that means, don't you, Charlie?: Yeah, your hotel worries are over, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Oh bungle bungle bungle. I don't wanna lead a congo. No, 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 no. Hello, Mortimer. Oh, bingo bango bungle. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I see that. Well, why are you so happy? Well, don't tell nobody. No, I won't know. But uh, I, I think, I think the, the, the love bug snuck up on me. No, no. Yeah. yeah. The
0: love
1: bug. Yeah. Well, what makes you think so? Well, I, I met a beautiful girl. You did. Mm. Well, well, well. And every time I, uh, every time I, I, I think of her, I, I get all covered with, uh, with, uh, goose tickles.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's a sure sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mortimer, you, you've always been so bashful. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah. yeah, and you mean you've, you're really interested in, in girls? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Well, that's fine. I reckon I'm starting to to sow my uh, my wild oatmeal. Oatmeal, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, love is a wonderful thing. Uh, you've heard that saying that it's love that makes the world go around, haven't you? No, 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 <laughs> no. <Nope.
0: laughs> How does
1: it go? Well, that's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Wasn't much to it, was there? No, there no, no, no. mm. was
0: <laughs>
1: Nearly missed it. Yeah, yeah. However, my advice is to be cautious. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Remember, a clever girl can make a fool out of you. Well, yeah. uh, Well, what have I got to lose? <laughs> How did you happen to meet this girl? Well, she's working in one of them big, uh, uh compartment stores. I see. Downtown. Yes. And I sort of smiled at her. You smiled at her? Yeah, and, uh, you know what she did? No. She smiled back. She did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She smiled back at you? Yeah, I see. And what did you say to her? Oh, I ain't said nothing yet. Oh, I see. When I look at her, my, my tongue gets all...
0: loose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what?
1: Tongue gets kind of pigeon-toed. Pigeon-toed, yeah. You, you can't talk? No, no, that's it. I'm, I'm unspeakable. Unspeakable, yeah. Well, it's plain to see that you've fallen pretty hard for her. Yeah. And uh, does she go for you? Well, she, she don't go nowhere. Oh, I see. No, she just don't go nowhere. She just stands there in, in the store window. In the store window? Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Mortimer, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but the girl is a dummy. No, I don't care. I don't want no girl what's smarter than me. No, I...
0: Don't. <laughs> uh, what I mean is, she's a
1: mannequin. No, she's a girlikin.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Mortimer, falling in love with a department store dummy,
1: how did you ever become so stupid? Well, Love can do it to anybody. Yes, I guess you will. Know. Hey Ray! Yes,
0: John, what, what is
3: it? I was looking through Bergen's airplane luggage, huh? and guess what I found? An airplane? Oh, no. <laughs> No, some of Bergen's old love letters. Oh. oh. Wow. Oh, 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 yes. You know, that stuff makes forever and sound like Winnie the Pooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Charlie, that's not cricket, old boy. You
4: shouldn't have opened them.
3: Yeah, well, these letters are so hot, they steam themselves open.
4: <laughs> I say, Charlie, you know, they must be old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that means a rare
3: stamp. Yeah. Yes. Well, is it uh, early air mail? No, early pony express, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. They're really old. They must be a collector's item. Yeah, and I'm the little item that's going to collect on them, too. <laughs> oh, no, child. I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. Oh, no Come no. on, i Ray I'll, I'll let you read a couple of lines for ten cents <laughs> no, no, uh, no, 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 ch- 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 really. No, no, Charlie I wouldn't want to be a a, a peeping Thomas oh. No Write this way, folks Write this way Get them while they're hot
0: Charlie, what, read, what are you read,
3: yelling? Read Bergen's old love letters, Anita Here, ten cents a peak, huh? Oh, that's pretty high, isn't it? Well, I'll let you smell the envelope for a nickel <laughs> <laughs> I have a special on today here somewhere. Let's see. Yeah, read, read this right here. Read oh, that. Oh, okay. For nothing, you can read
1: that. Eddie, dear, that day in the Nickelodeon when you smiled at me and snapped your bow tie, <laughs> you, <laughs> you,
3: <laughs>
1: you made me the happiest girl in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I failed my
3: really? Snapped his bow tie? Moving! Bloody doos, Racist stuff, isn't <laughs> it? Darling. oh, oh, Charlie, I want those letters. What are you doing with them? You give them? No, no, no. You can have them, Bergen, for $5. For $5? Yeah. <laughs> what do you take me for? $5, I hope you do. Oh. <laughs> why, why, that's nothing short of blackmail. Well, shall we call it a new type of old age security? No, no, we won't. Why, if I were to give in to your demands, I, I'd be an idiot. Then it's settled. No, it isn't. <laughs> No, it isn't, and I won't pay it. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, Oh. yes, you will. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, yes, you will. Oh, no, I won't. That's all right.
1: No, oh no, I (laughs) don't.
0: Ray, I, I, uh.
1: Ray,
3: I just got to get those letters back from Charlie, oh, Ray. I should say so, Edgar. I wouldn't let the little chiseler get away with that. No. I'd figure out something. Well, you know, Ray, I was just thinking. Yeah. Uh, Lana Turner's in town for the opening of her new MGM pictures, Cast Timberlane and Green Dolphin Street. Oh, yes. Now, if she would only work on Charlie. Yes. I... Oh, but well, of course she wouldn't,
1: though. Oh, but I would. Why, Lana Turner.
5: That's the first portion of The Charlie McCarthy Show with special guest Lana Turner. More of Hollywood 360 after these words. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Next time, it's the conclusion to The Charlie McCarthy Show with special guest Lana Turner. Then it's Lights Out, a good horror and sci-fi story all kind of mixed into one. It's called Meteor Man. You won't want to miss it. That's next time here on Hollywood 360. We'll see you then.